Gaze already where you are, family. I'm Hendrik here from Cape Town this morning. A beautiful day outside. Uh, if you look at the mountain, it's uh, stunningly crisp and awesomely beautiful. And with me here in, um, well, it's not really a studio, it's, it's uh, this large apartment that I'm staying in at the moment. Um, I have Cameron Laurie, uh, who recently made a film, and uh, we spoke to him um, some time ago, weren't you, in, um, I wasn't it in Pretoria, I think we had an interview, didn't we? Uh, we had a grounded beast train. Oh, uh, a grounded beast train. Oh, that's right, that's right. Um, so, um, yeah, he's, he's gone ahead and he's made the film. So, yeah, yeah uh, welcome you. to Gaze Radio. Welcome back to Gaze Radio. Thank you so much for having me. And he's brought with him the beautiful uh, Kirsten Scharnick, yeah. who uh, stars in the movie. Yes, that's correct. Happy to be here. Fantastic. Well, your first time on Gaze Radio. First time on radio. Oh, wow, fantastic. <laughs> well, this is internet radio, so this is slightly different than ahead of time. So. <laughs> okay, so um, Cameron, you, you made the movie. Um, when we spoke last time, it was all just an idea. And uh, No, you, you were, in fact, ready to go into production, as if I remember correctly. Um, yes, so we had just finished the movie, and we oh. were starting... We were finished shooting the movie, and oh. we were just about to go into production. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So how long did it take for you to the whole thing? Um, well, from start to finish, from conceptualizing, I started writing last year, mm-hmm. and um, now we'll um, premiere on the 22nd of November, so it's pretty much taken a year. Like a year, okay. Yeah. And, well, they say, like, a, you know, any kind of um, act of art is, is like an act of creation, it's like, in a way, giving birth to something, you know, at some point you've got you to say, there it is, and Give it to the world and all, all the best, you know, off you go. Do you feel like you've, you've got a baby that's ready to go out to the world? Maybe not just. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, it is very much like, well, I've never had a baby, <laughs> so I wouldn't know. But um, I presume, you know, for me, it's, it's you, you hold it and you, you shape it and you mold it. And there's so many things that go into it. And uh, it is very difficult to let go, um, but we have our final export next week, Tuesday, and then we're done, and then it's for the festival. And when you've rendered it, it's rendered, and then it has to be shown, and people have to tell you what they think of it. That's it. That's the scary part. (laughs) And to experience it and be moved by it, hopefully. Well, let's hope. That's the the goal. So, I mean, your movie is really interesting. It's a really interesting topic, and a very topical one, and we'll delve into that in just a moment, which is uh, homosexuality in the church. I mean, I... (laughs) 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 Anyway, so yeah, we'll, we'll kick off the conversation there uh, because that will be the theme of the movie, isn't it? That's it. Oh, okay, so we'll we'll start there and then we'll explore what it is like to be in a movie and, and, and to, you know, take charge of a production like this and the crew and all of that and how you put the whole thing together and then, of course, where everybody can go and see it. Uh, uh, because obviously, yeah, no use making movies, nobody's going to watch it. That's it. It's like writing a thesis. <laughs> 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 All that work, two years, nobody's going to read it. Okay. But movies, of course, are great because, you know, you have to watch these things and, and, and learn from them, and it's a reflection on our society. And that's it exactly. You know, one of our biggest goals is that we don't want the film to sit in a vacuum. Mm. So we're really trying to push in every avenue mm. to get it out to the people who need it. And it's such a vibrant uh, filmmaking industry in this country as well, you know. So, yeah, let's talk about all of that in just a few moments. But for now, we're going to take a break. We're going to listen to some music. And when we come back, as they say on radio, when, I don't know where they go when they come back. <laughs> so when we come back from a cup of tea, uh, we'll be chatting uh, some more about this movie and to Cameron and Kirsten. This is Hendrik on Gay SA Radio, where you are family. 
Do you want to meet the person who can introduce you to your next client? Net Your Niche is an online networking platform that reduces the time, money, and effort of traditional marketing and allows you to focus on what truly matters. Meeting someone who can refer you to the exact person you're looking for. No more calling secretaries and being put on hold. Sign up today at a 20% discount and make sure you don't miss out on meeting new clients any longer. Visit us on nyn.co.za or call us on 012-947-9599. Guys, ready where you are? I'm Hendrik here in Cape Town with Kirsten and Cameron. And we're talking movies. So uh, your movie, Cameron, is about homosexuality in the church, broadly. So let's jump in at the deep end. Your perception on this. So... My goal for the film was, first of all, to show how um, the church has pushed away many LGBT people or marginalized groups in general. And um, so I really wanted to unpack that and, and show how these people who are so vulnerable in society are really not getting the support that they need from the church. Um, we also wanted to show from a personal um, point of how not only does this pushback from the church affect the LGBT person, but also affects their family, their friends, and so on. And so the, the circle that it affects is so much greater than just that one person or individual. We've also, through our experience as with friends and family, we've noticed that there are a lot of people who identify as homosexual, but are also craving that spiritual guidance mm-hmm. in their life. And they weren't able to be that in the church. So that's sort of where the conversation starts in a way we wanted to like, jump off from. So, but this is not a new thing. I mean, the church has been very much against anything like this since Solomon Gomorrah, yeah. apparently, or before Leviticus, wherever that starts from. So, I mean, my question is, why do we still fight it? I mean, if it's so obvious that the church doesn't want gay people, why are we even trying to get in there? I mean, there are so many other things one could explore in terms of you know, spirituality. Why are, we, why are we fighting this one? That just because I think similar to what Kirsten said, there are so many people that crave that connection and they want to be part of that church and part of that community. And recognize in that space. And exactly. And um, they're not being recognized. You know, they've been told that um, homosexuality is a sin and, um, you know, they need to change and they need to adapt to the church's ways. And what we're trying to say is, at the end of the day, something that we feel strongly about is that God is about love and that's at the cornerstone of, you know, um, everything. And if the church isn't showing that, then there is a disconnect and we need to challenge that. So, I mean, if you, you look at, what's his name, uh, Stephen Anderson, the, the, the US guy that we got banned here from coming spring hate, and, but he's still got an influence here uh, through our local hate pastor, uh, who, uh, according to the latest reports, about to go to jail for uh, transgressing his um, court uh, rulings um, and is still, you know, denigrating uh, gay people and says he will keep on doing that even if he goes to, has to go to jail and, and come out. He will still keep on doing that. So there are these seemingly hardliners that are never going to change, mm-hmm. are they? No, well, probably not, but you almost have to feel sorry for them because they're completely losing track of what is at the core of what. Um, God is for me, you know what I mean? And so um, I think what was very important about the film was that we didn't want it to become a preachy film, but it, it's really to, to the book in terms of how the church is influencing people um, in a positive and negative way mm-hmm. and how these people are left almost destitute from their faith. 
So, I mean, that's also kind of broad statement, the church, because it's specific kind of churches that are not accepting, while there are more accepting other churches, obviously, the more reaffirming churches. So there is. Um, we are looking at the Catholic faith, mm-hmm. in particular in the film. But if we look at Christianity in general, yeah. for the most part, it has not been accepting of homosexuality. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, now there is some churches that are, and we met a wonderful pastor yesterday who um, we're going to have wonderful discussions with, and she is a lesbian who is a pastor. And so for me, that conversation yesterday was just so enlightening because it just showed us where we're going and that there is so much love. And, you know, like you asked me, is there a point in having the conversation? And when I had that conversation yesterday, it was like, absolutely, you know, that is so important for us to, to be having these conversations. And, I mean, film being a very interesting way of, of furthering that conversation because it's, you know, popular culture, it's, it's such an important art form in, 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 in modern day times. Absolutely, and I think with our film, because it's not a feature length, it's a short film, um, people can watch it on their phones, so it's accessible to a lot of people, and so the idea is, we really just want to push this conversation of inclusivity and really push the idea that you are not alone in your journey of whether it's spiritual journey, whether it's um, coming out, whether it's acceptance of yourself, you're not alone on this journey. And there's so many people who are going with this journey with you. And that being so important that, you know, somebody out there realizes I'm not alone, there's somebody else going through the same thing and there's some sort of guidance that they might get from it somehow. Okay, so um, moving in, so the whole process of, of, you know, putting yourself out there, Cameron, and and the creative process and all of that, that we'll chat about in just a moment, and we'll also be chatting to person about uh, being in the movie and and the characters he portrays and and sort of the storylines that come out of that and um, some interesting touch points with both my own and and friends of mine's lives, you know, all of this very interesting. So, yeah, we'll we'll be getting into the thing of that in just a few moments, but let's take a little breather. Uh, Here's some more great music coming your way. Of course, guys, already only plays LGBTQ plus artists and icons. So if you are a um, somewhere on the spectrum and you make music, well, let us know. It's as easy as sending us an email info at gaysaradio.co.za. I'm Hendrik for Gaysa Radio here in Cape Town. Keep screaming. Gaysa Radio where you are family. Gaysa Radio where you are family. I'm Hendrik here in Cape Town and uh, great music there uh, from our playlist. Of course, only playing LGBTQ plus artist icons and allies. I sometimes get that wrong and say the way this gets. Cameron and Chris are sort of there with me here. Uh, so, Cameron, let's turn the camera on to you for a moment. And uh, have you been in front of the camera or are you always behind it? I have been. I started acting and then I decided that. I think I enjoy being behind the camera, um, but I do enjoy acting, and I love working with actors. So, yeah. well, I mean, that's important. I mean, there's nothing worse than getting on a set and you're working with a director who does not even communicate with the actors. You know, you have somebody it's just in charge of all the technical and sits back, and you need somebody who knows what acting is about to be able to, to make a real movie with real actors, don't you think? I think, for me, that's the most important thing, and I, you know... My focus is my, my performance and my actors, and then I move on to the technical and, and, and work from there. I was really blessed in this film to have a really strong technical department. So uh, I could work with my actors, I could tell my cinematographer what I wanted, you know, go back to my actors, and then we, you know, we went in with the, the camera. So it was a really good relationship between um, cinematographer and, and, and uh, director and performance. So how big was your crew? Oh, wow. Um, we probably were about 40. 
about 40 of us um, on the crew. So it was a, I mean, because it's a student film, we don't have massive budgets, so we are limited to certain restraints with that. And so, yeah, I'd say we're about 40 odd. So, I mean, most people don't really know if you look at a movie and you see these intimate scenes, a classic stack of people behind the camera watching intently or just being bored in the background, you know. Being a student film and being a short film, one would think it'd be a small crew, but why so big? Why, why so many people? In terms of technical, we had quite an um, intense technical setup. So with that, we need more support. Um, we also weren't in the most conducive environments all the time. So with that needs, you know, crowd control. We're shooting, we shot on the Seaborn Promenade. So we always need to have people are watching. We're shooting on the Seaborn Promenade. Next minute, a whole bunch of runners of about 200 people <laughs> run past and they're shot. I'm like, okay, let's start that again. So um, all those things um, require... You know, everyone needs to get fed. You know, all these little things that people don't really realize um, is so important within the film set. You're working for 12 hours. Everyone needs rest, food, and to keep hydrated. So did you also produce the movie or just directed? You had uh, another producer. Uh, I had um, two other producers yeah. and I was the writing director. Yeah. So the relationship also between creative team that needs to deliver the movie and your producers, how does that work really? So, essentially, I'm the link between all of that. Um, I work with my producers and then I work. So, the producers are working on the, essentially, on the marketing, on distributing and getting the film to where it is with funding and so on and so forth. Um, and then I'm in the middle and then it's, so I work closely with all of the, those departments. And then I also, obviously, work with, very closely with the actors, the technical team and so on. And I think because it's such a small film and because as a student we don't have that many people, you know, I find myself having to work in every department just to, like, make sure that everything is smoothed over and, and we get the, the end effect that we need. Mm. Yeah, it's so interesting because they say people, most people don't understand how, how all of that backs, backstage things works. I mean, it's like you go to the theatre, you see a beautiful production, but you don't realise how many people have slog that took and how many people it, it takes to, to do that. So, Cameron, uh, is this the kind of movie that you want to make uh, going forward? Is, or, uh, is it just this specific topic that grabs you? I've always said I want to make movies that change the world, mm -hmm. and I know how silly that might sound, um, but for me, I'm not going to stop making movies until mm -hmm. there's an impact, and I feel like just the way we've connected with people along this journey, um, for me, the impact is already, I've already seen an impact, mm -hmm. um, either through our social media or um, through events like um, last night we had a first Thursday event. And so all these things really do impact, and we can see that through conversations. Even if it's just getting the conversation going, getting people aware, getting people talking about it, that is what's important. Yeah, absolutely. It makes a difference. Okay. Well, uh, it seems controversial, and um, we'll dig into that a little bit more in a moment with Kirsten and find out her role in the movie and, uh, you know, what it took for you to, to be part of that and um, your character and, and all of that around that. So that's all coming up here on Gates Radio with your family. So stay streaming. Uh, remember to tell your friends also you can always get the app for your phone uh, it's as easy as going to your app store and uh, your iPhone store, store. Yeah, the iPhone or, store. or your Play Store. Play store. There you go, the Google Play Store. And just type in Gay SA Radio and you can get the app there. It's absolutely free. Download it, download it to your phone. 
and um, yeah, and then whenever there's internet, you can listen to guest radio. It doesn't really take that much data anyway. So yeah, you keep on doing that, listening to the radio while you um, well, listening to your laptop, I suppose. <laughs> People don't listen to the radio. It's, you know, mm. it's no radio. Unless it's on the it's on the wireless yeah. though. It's on the Wi-Fi. Oh, in your car. car. In your car. Yeah, you because the Bluetooth can that. You can yeah. yeah. And the new cars you can connect to yeah. the internet as well. Yeah. So there's many ways to listen to us. Absolutely. Use one of them. I'm Hendrik here for Kids Radio. If you are fan. Hello, darlings. This is your Queen of the Skies, Kathy Specific here. For the first time in history, an all-gay vacation hits the shores of Africa. Proudly brought to you by Africay. Join myself and the seductively saucy trolley dotties as we take you to the beautiful island of Mauritius to experience magnificent sun, sea and surf, a few decadent parties and the chance to make fabulous friends from all over the world. This unique event will be hosted by South Africa's aviation goddesses and your tantalizingly tempting poster girls for travel. For more information, buckle up, bitches, and book your spot at gaysayradio.co.za. Gays Radio, your family, I'm here in Cape Town, and we're chatting movies, we're chatting um, how to make a movie about a very controversial topic, which is the church and homosexuality. Well, controversial and also very topical, man. So, Kirsten, your role in the movie, first of all, let's start there. What? So, my name, my character name is Carla, mm-hmm. and I play the love interest of Marco. Mm-hmm. I'm also the newbie in town, mm-hmm. so I'm very excited to be here wearing rose-tinted glasses, and I don't really... He's beautiful. He's a beautiful boy for now. I can't really tell the red flags. You know, you can't tell red flags when you're wearing rose tinted glasses. All the flags are black flags. Um, (laughs) So that's where I find myself in the space, Mm -hmm. um, trying to navigate how he's feeling, how I'm feeling, and. Yeah, that all comes to the fore. Yeah. (laughs) So we need to see how that turns out. How all that turns out. So um, your experience in acting, you've done this before? Yes. So. I studied drama at Rhodes in my mm-hmm. undergrad from 2012 to 2015, so a little bit of a while ago. And then I started working. I tried to get into the industry and realized it's really difficult. <laughs> and I'm originally from Durban. So when I moved to Cape Town, I was trying all sorts of things. And then eventually I was like, okay, you really need to get your honors. So I applied to AFTA, got in met this lovely man, I said, put me in your movie, and yeah, he literally wrote me a part for this, so it's been really exciting. So, but I mean, if you study drama at uh, Rhodes, it's obviously sort of theatre, theatre, it's 100% more theatre, theatre than, than movies, I mean, mm-hmm. I think all of us really teach theatre as opposed to movies, I mean, AFTA really does the, the movie thing, isn't it? Is there a big difference for you between the two? Yes, definitely, I find, especially performance in theatre, you obviously that's the obvious one, you need to project more, you're more, you're louder in your expressions and your voice and everything. Whereas film, you get to have subtleties and nuances, but just like an eyebrow raise, I've changed my intention completely. And somewhere in the background, a theatre production, you're not going to be able to see my eyebrow raise. But, you know, when you're on 50 Friends, people can see everything, so, yeah. That's my biggest difference that mm. I see. Well, I, I find it also quite disconcerting in the theatre you get quite a long rehearsal time. You know, by the time you get on stage, you know pretty well what you do. <laughs> Whereas in movies you arrive, 
you know, maybe they said, Hansen, you should, like, okay, I can't quite remember even the words, all these deep thoughts that she was crossing my face was actually going, oh, yeah, the words, <laughs> sure, I, I learned them last night. <laughs> With regard to that, it's, um, it's quite true, because I'm also doing face of production, and we have been rehearsing since the beginning of the year. So with, with this movie, we did rehearse, thank goodness. <laughs> we got some rehearsal period, but it wasn't as much as mm. we did for, for stage. But it's definitely needed. And as an actor, you sort of need to find your own time with your crew and your cast to rehearse mm -hmm. so that you're on your game mm -hmm. when you get on set. Mm -hmm. And have you seen yourself now yet? Um, yes. <laughs> A lot of times. Lot of I've times. been seeing the trailer. We've seen that different cuts. Um, to be honest, when you first see yourself on stage, it's like, what? Or in skiing, you're like, is this me? Uh, wow, this is crazy. But um, you honestly, you get used to it after a while. After mm -hmm. like 50 times, you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> there a point where you stop looking at you and starting your character? Yes, right? 100%. So for me, in the beginning, you see yourself like, oh, maybe I should have did this. Maybe I, I did this wrong. And then after a while, you start getting connected with the character again and you fall in love or with your character or you hate your character, it depends, but one should never judge their character, is what I'm told mm. from school. But um, yeah, it's, it's this love affair, <laughs> continuously growing. And looking at yourself, obviously you learn some things for next time. Yes, 100%. Um, actually just being in this film, I've learned so much, especially about behind the scenes. The amount of work that producers have to do no one, no one knows until you, you get on set, and even then you don't know. They have to get permits. They have to get crowd control, I can't say it. It's a lot of work. And I was really blessed to be a part of this team because everybody knew exactly what they were doing. When you got on set, all I had to do was perform because everything else was taken care of. Mm. So it was really good. No, that sounds very professional. Okay, so um, are you going to be at the premiere? Of course I'm going to be oh, at the premiere. Okay. <laughs> well, about the premiere, just now and then when, when, when that is. That's uh, all on our social media, of course, so um, uh, it doesn't matter when you listen to, us, uh, to this, uh, whether it's um, on the live stream or later on the podcast. You can always go and check it out uh, on our social media. I'm sure you'll find all the links there. And if you did miss the premiere, you'll see the photographs. Everyone's going to send us. And we'll post all of them there in the beautiful gallery for you to see. And also, we're going to be traveling for we'll be traveling. So oh, yes. No, no, no. We, we, we we'll will get tell everybody where to go and see it. And I'm sure once it's traveled and done all of that, it'll end up on YouTube at some point, And then the whole world can see it. <laughs> That's the wonder about our new age as well. That's right. Your message can spread to the furthest corners of the world. So, um, just as Gaze Radio broadcasts to the furthest corners of the world, we have listeners of 100 in, well, in all the countries and territories in the world. It's really interesting. That's amazing. amazing. Our biggest listeners are in the UK, in Germany, in the US, um, and then, very interestingly, through Africa, quite a few countries that listen um, on a regular basis, Kenya and Nigeria, and those really homophobic countries, there are people that are actually listening to us. So, if you're listening from somewhere far, please drop us an email, say hi. It's as easy as sending it to info at gaysaradio.co.za. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, back to the music for a moment, and then we'll continue our discussion here with uh, Cameron Kirsten uh, about the movie that tackles the issue of homosexuality in the church. I'm Hendrik here for Gay SA Radio, where you are family. You can follow Gay SA Radio on Twitter. Okay, so radio with you are family. I'm Hendrik here in Cape Town and continuing our discussion uh, about how to make a movie uh, that addresses homosexuality and the church. A very interesting topic and a very topical one and a very controversial one for many people. Um, I know so many people that have left the church 
because they're just simply are not welcome there and they have found other ways of expressing themselves. And then there are people that say, no, I want to be in there. I want to get in and open the door. I want to get married in front of the Germany. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So the whole process of taking that idea and putting it on a film and then seeing the result of that and, and the journey beyond when it actually has the life that you wanted it. So, it's a, it's a long yeah, journey. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, sometimes with feature movies, it's, it's a few years from conception. You know, I, I had this idea in 1972, and by 1985, we found <laughs> it. It is. It's really a, it's a long process, and you don't really realize that until you either you know of someone in the industry or you, you know, you research it. Um, but like I said, it took about a year from, um, from the beginning to the end. And it was difficult for me because it was telling such a real story. And um, so it wasn't, it wasn't an easy write. Um, it took many hours. And I think we ended on about draft 20 when we shot. So, and then... And still when you were shooting, you... you we, we, things change. And then on the, in the edit, it changes as well. So by the time people say it's probably about draft of, uh, 25, so that's fine. <laughs> and, uh, but I mean, it's been such an incredible journey. And for me, there's been many moments of, am I telling the right story? Um, is this right? But then every time I connect with people, um, whether it's through um, the actors or through people in society... And I hear their stories, I realize that what we're telling and what we're saying in this movie is so powerful. And there's so many people who are out there and they just, they are in limbo. They don't feel connected and they want the space. And I, I really feel that the, the film, you know, really pull, um, pulls no punches. And it, it really hits hard and it says what the church is doing is wrong and we need to really address these things. Mm. So, Cameron, then, the movie gets made, it gets edited, and that's probably the, the longest process of the whole thing, isn't it? Putting those puzzle pieces together, then, at the end, um, before it has a life, before it, it seems. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, we, we go through an editing process, then it is, uh, once the, the image is locked, mm. we then go into a sound process where we're tweaking all the sound, adding all the ambience and so on. Then it goes into color grading and visual effects. So there's so many things that happen before you actually see the end product. And do you, do you, do you have like test screens and see like business version? Let's see how they react to that. So we had, um, I'd say, probably about five or six cuts before our image got locked. Mm. And then we have sound and image and color screenings and so on and so forth. So we, by the time the, the audience see the film, we probably had about 15 different cuts um, to look at. And your editor, because a lot of the times the, the director wants to sit there and like dictate every small edit and you've also got to give it to somebody go like, you edit it and I'll comment on it and tell you how did that work for you? So my editor was also my assistant director, and um, she's also directed before. So she understood, she understands narrative, which is very important. And so I sat with her um, throughout the whole process, and we just, we knew what we wanted from the beginning. We went in there and we said, this is how we want to to um, cut the film and um, there was definitely moments where I was like okay you know I'd come into the, the studio a little bit later and she had, she's like I've got this idea and I was like let me see it because I feel that one of the most important things is this collaboration and having that moment of allowing the editor to have her moment as well as allowing the actress to have her moment um, it's not just me as the director dictating everything but it's really about that conversation and if she feels I've 
always had this open door policy of if you feel something, tell me about it, let's try it. If it doesn't work, we can relook at it. You know, so for me, that's the most important thing of having these conversations and really trying to push that narrative of because I can't think of everything and it would not suit the story or benefit anyone if it was just me, you know, in this dictatorial idea, um, but far more this idea of collaboration and connection. And I think that was really important, like, because our editor, Chelsea, um, she's also a writer like Cam, and they both were very clear on the intention that they wanted to fulfill. So from the start to the end, they both had the same vision, they knew how to, how to get the end result of that, and also with getting opinions from cast and crew. If something didn't work, we were able to say, listen, maybe let's try it this way. And not, not in a sense where everyone is pleased, but the film was able to reach its full potential. And yeah, that's what we want at, at the end game. You know, we, we talk about the allegiance to the story, and that's the most important thing. It's not about anyone's egos or anything. Mm. It's about what is going to benefit the story and how are we going to tell the story in the best way. Mm. So, I mean, your, your work as a director really is kind of like a conductor. You have to kind of make sure everybody does their best there and, and follow the... Th that's uh, very good. Pretty much that's me. And you are. You're just trying to make sure that everyone is doing their, their mm. thing. It is sometimes a, a difficult line of between making sure people are doing their work, um, but in general we, we had a really strong team in that way um, on the technical side where everyone was, was working. And obviously useful students, so what, what have you learned from this? So much. <laughs> um, so much about myself as a, as a person and as a director. Um, so many things that I know for the future I definitely should not do again. Other things I know I need to improve on and work at and um, yeah, just so much. Mm -hmm. Also getting to work with different people, you get to learn how to navigate yourself in those spaces, yeah. which is in this industry you're going to be working with tons of different people, so you really need to know how to compose yourself um, around in those situations, and I think that's really important as well. But you're also saying um, this industry, is, it seems really hard to get into. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, how far are you in your studies? You're going to attempt getting out there and, I mean, possibilities for work, you know? These days? Are you tired of studying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done. Um, so we've, I'm finished my honours now and, well, we've had an thesis on the 22nd hand in the film and then it's done. So I'm, I'm done studying now. I need to get out there and um, see what's out there. Yeah. Um, do you have any contacts? You've built up some contacts in the past four years? We, we have, definitely. We've, um, well, I have. Um, I'm sure you have as yes. well. Um, we've connected with um, people, and so hopefully, you know, next year we, we get out there. And so, I mean, obviously, as much as one wants to work for other people, you also have your own projects that you want to drive, something, something you've got on your plate for a plan. Um, I do. I, um, I actually want to direct... Well, I wrote a, and directed a musical last year. It was a 12-minute musical, and so I want to convert that into a stage production. Okay. Um, so a full-length stage production, so that's my goal for next oh, year. Okay. So I'm thinking about maybe doing masters, but I'm caught between doing masters, getting, getting into the industry, but obviously you, you can be both. You can do a part-time masters and start actually working. So that's where I am. Okay. <laughs> but I'm, really, I'm feeling very good about the future and what mm. next year. Very confident. Cool. So, in a moment, we're going to talk about where to see this movie. Uh, quite a few screenings coming up, um, and that's all coming up. Tell us the name again. Confessions. Confessions. How easy is it? Classic movie. 
temptations uh, directed uh, by Cameron Laurie. So that's all coming up. Um, where to see it and um, where to legally download it. <laughs> all of that, that's coming up here on Gay. So anyway, you are family. Just north of the fast-paced business world of Sanson, Johannesburg, lies the Indaba Hotel, Spa and Conference Center, nestled beneath the vista of the magnificent Mahalisberg Mountains. Searching for the perfect gift but don't want the hassle of hitting the malls? Moana Spa Pamper Vouchers are now available online. Visit moanaspa.co.za for more info or to purchase your voucher. Quick, easy and convenient. Why not treat yourself or your better half to a Moana online pamper voucher? The perfect to me from me gift. Okay, so ready with your family. I'm Henry Kevin Cape Town and uh, wrapping up conversation here with Cameron and Kirsten about the movie Confessions, a student movie they've made and it tackles the issue of homosexuality in the church. Um, so Cameron, your premiere, first of all, when is that? on the 22nd of November 2019 2019 uh, at the Lobby Theatre in Cape Town and no, I've never been to the lobby. I've only been there six months, but I've not been to the lobby. Yet. Really? You really need to go. It's uh, this cool... Maybe somebody will invite me some Well, you're more than welcome to come. And uh, it's this incredible vibe. And the best part is that you can take some wine in, and you, or you can have a gin slush or vodka slush and popcorn. Who doesn't love all those things? And um, we've got this idea that um, anyone can come in pride. So you can come as you want how you represent yourself um, be loud be proud and so we really want to create this inclusive space for everyone so is it just your movie playing there or is it um, all the so it's a, it's a the graduation festival so um, we are the closing slot of um, Friday night mm-hmm. and uh, but there will be films throughout the whole day and oh, the next okay. day mm-hmm. and, and each movie runs for how long um, so the undergrad um, are 12 minutes I think so, yes. and then our form is 24 minutes that's quite long, man. That's like a third of a movie already. Yeah. Yeah. Does it change making a short movie from a feature? Is there, do you approach it differently? Or is it like a huge crew and all that's needed anyway? Um, I have never, never done a feature, so I wouldn't know, but I presume it's just, it's just, longer it's just a longer version um, yeah. of the whole process. I know, for example, you know, it's, you then on set for a lot longer, posters a lot longer, everything's just... Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay, so then the premiere is on the 22nd of November 2019 at the Lombard Theatre in Cape Town. Um, and then after that? After that, we're going to um, the Durban Pride Festival, which is happening in December. Mm-hmm. And then um, we are submitting to a whole lot of festivals all over the world. So, we've got this thing on our Instagram. If you let us know what city you're in, we'll let you know when um, our film will be screening in your city. Okay. So, um, Get, on t- uh, get in contact with us through Instagram and let us know which city you're in and then from there we'll take it from there. Okay, so what is the Instagram? Instagram is confessions underscore short form. Confessions underscore short form. I write that down for me now so I can put it on our social media team. And then you can contact again if you, if you can't get, well of course you'll get out of the day, but you'll also find uh, them through our social media, so just check on our Facebook page. Um, that will all be there. And uh, as Cameron says, if you want to get this movie screened, you know, we'll let you know. Yes, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yes, 100%. Any awards you're going to enter it for? Uh, well, oh, we, uh, we, we're hoping that, um, yeah, we've got the after graduation awards, mm-hmm. but we've also got every 
every festival will have awards connected to them. So um, we're very excited to get it out there. Our, our biggest thing is just we don't want to sit in a vacuum. Yeah. We want to connect yeah. with people. So in the old days of movies, there used to be short movies before the premiere movie. You know, you'd have like a, a comics and whatever, some documentary or something, the newsreel, and then you'd have the feature movie. Is there any way one could maybe talk to Stair Kinnickle or your mentor and say, like, play the short movie before you play, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, we haven't actually thought of that, but it, it we do have connections with Sakinikov. We do. We we could we could possibly get um, some sort of a connection. I actually watched at New Metro. I watched. Um, I don't know what movie I was watching, but before there was this whole it was an Edbank ad, but it was a pretty much a short uh, short film. Oh, like 12 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. So they definitely are happening. So yeah, I should definitely be in contact with them. Okay. So there you go. Um, find it on Instagram. Um, Confessions underscore shortfall. That's it. There you go. And uh, make contact. And uh, yeah, a great movie to look forward to. And uh, guys, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank you for having us. Thank this has been a really great experience. Fantastic. So, uh, studies done, ready to go on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, New Year's, and then go on. And it's a big, a big world. Yeah, <laughs> a big, big bad world. Yeah, well, here we are. Okay, well, that's it. Uh, wrapping it up here uh, from Cape Town. Uh, thanks very much to. Cameron Laurie and to listen to Sonic here in Cape Town uh, chatting about confessions underscore short form on Instagram and uh, if you want to get a screening well please make contact uh, otherwise check our Facebook page and uh, you'll see all the articles and the links over there thanks guys for being here and uh, all the best thank, thank you so you. much cool. I'm Hendrik signing off for Gaze Radio where you are family but keep listening lots of great content still coming your way <laughs>